0: I guess I gotta do something formal. It feels weird. Mm -hmm. You should probably say who we are. Chris and Kenny and Tom. That's right. From 121. Welcome to the next chapter of As The Story Grows. I'm Brian Patton. Hey, Kenny, Chris, and Tom from 121 are on the show this week, which you've just heard me say. We did not get a proper intro this week, but it all worked out. (laughs) Chris invited me out to Philadelphia Recording Service, the studio slash record label he runs, and... We set up a microphone in between the four of us, cracked open a couple of beers, and just had a great time as the three guys talked about 121 tour stories and why the band is back together. And it was uh, just a lot of fun to sit down and hang out with those guys and have this conversation. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this week's episode. There is about 45 minutes of bonus material that was recorded that is not on this episode some more tour stories uh being struck by lightning uh hanging out with jason and virginia dunn from face down records that is all going to go up on the patreon page so if you are a patron you will get that extra 45 minutes or so of bonus material and if you would like to hear it patreon.com slash as the story grows There's a link at the bottom of this episode or just on asthestorygrowth.com. Become a patron, support the show, uh, get some fun extras. So I hope you guys are ready to enjoy this week's episode with Chris, Kenny, and Tom from 121. (laughs)
1: Actually named my old studio that you know after Memphis recording service which was kind of where I got the idea and I kind of like the idea of having a mobile kind of thing and it just kind of developed into this thing here when we moved here so we built this building um, just for this purpose so it's uh, the name came with it
0: it's very nice thank you it's way nicer than my basement so (laughs) that's great mm. yeah mm. so you guys from the Philadelphia area
2: yeah we're nice. all from Philadelphia from Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. proper mm-hmm. or? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yep yeah we all grew up in the city
3: yes nice. well
2: all of us even Vince
4: yeah
3: yeah so um, all, four, all four of us I I grew up in only which I call um, East Philly if there was such a thing <laughs> um, so that's kind of like sort of where East Philly should be well um, oh. And then I I can I think Chris and Kenny were really just from the Northeast. That's sort of how I think of them. Yeah. Northeast.
2: Yeah. Yep. And I still live in Philadelphia. I live in Germantown.
3: Oh, nice.
4: Yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So, you guys are brothers. Yes. Do you have any brothers? No, I have one sister. One sister. Mm-hmm. One sister. So, how did you guys get music into music? Oh. What was, what was like that defining moment for you guys? I mean, which one, Kenny, Chris, which one of you is older? I'm
1: older. Yeah, older. Yeah. So yeah. I know how I got into it, it's because Kenny got into it. Yeah. So, so that's how we next we should start with. We should probably start with the first person and then work our way down. <laughs> or should we work backwards? I don't know. No, it, does,
0: I, it doesn't matter if everyone should talk and talk.
1: I like... Yeah. Yeah. Go
2: ahead. Um, I, I don't really know, how, I don't know how I got into music. I, I think when I was a kid, I asked for a Walkman for uh, my birthday or something, and I would only listen to country music. That's all I listened to when I was like six or eight, something. You know, I was pretty young, and um, you know, it, it was a, it was like a a Walkman. It didn't, it didn't play tapes or anything. It just had the radio, <laughs> you know. So I would listen to whatever the country thing was. So my parents always liked music. My grandfather was in the Old Year Road Symphony. He played violin, so we, music was like always around our in our house, I guess. And that sounds kind of cliche, but <laughs> it was true. Like we, we grew up right, like I, we we would go to the all the concerts, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I I guess when I was in when I was in high school, um, a guy named Joe Rawson, um, a friend of ours, he asked me to be in his band,
1: and I had no musical experience. Can I tell I him what? your first band name was? Sure. Yes, that's what
4: yeah, yeah. we're here for. You. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Do I have it right? Was Polyester?
1: It? The Polyester Limbo Kings. Yeah, yeah. Polyester, Polyester Limbo Kings. Polyester Limbo Kings. I, yeah. I, I, I could. St- they made... Um, uh, Would you guys do the think talent think show the and you made thing a backdrop did, type yeah, thing? yeah, the first thing we did was the talent show at our
2: school. And um, it was kind of like we didn't really know what we were doing. We didn't know. We were kind of like hardcore ish band we didn't really we didn't know much about music like we were kind of just like new to the whole or i was at least joe Rawson was kind of like into heavy metal and his sister was his older sister was really into into music and stuff so um and then once we started playing we started just to get introduced to more people in 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 the in philly and then um more bands and and um kind of just went went from there i guess and then that's when we got Tom, like our bass player, original bass player, Bill Hagee, was his name. Um, he left the band for whatever reason. I think there was musical differences or something. I don't, I don't know what it was. <laughs> there definitely um, was. Yeah. There, <laughs> there were certainly musical differences. I'm not sure that's the reason. but um, And our friend Lauren, uh, Lauren Engels, um, she said, uh, my friend Tom plays bass and we didn't know who Tom, she went to <laughs> our this school wasn't too. really
4: actually true.
3: <laughs> she thought I did.
2: No. <laughs> no. So and and Joe Ross and I went to the same. Wait, way. So we went to, we to
1: Fells. So you didn't play bass.
3: No, I no, I, I, no. I had only played bass once, and she happened to be there <laughs> when I someone hand you know it was like play this. That's so funny. Were, I, were you a guitar player that sure. sort of handed you a
0: bass? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay,
3: that happened to me too.
0: Yeah. But someone was like, "Can you play bass?" and I was like, "I can play guitar." I'm like, I, sure. I, I yeah, I can figure that out. String, <laughs> it has
3: strings like guitar, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Guitar. It's less confusing, yeah. too. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like that because it wasn't. I think it's funny because it's not true. Like, it wasn't, it was inaccurate.
2: Oh, no, she was very high but on She was like, abilities. oh, she's, really she's like, oh, he's he's a great bass player. player. She did. She <laughs> talked you does. up. Yeah. She was like, Tom's a great That's bass player. That's great. So then I so bought funny. a bass
3: when you guys called me. I was like, I guess <laughs> I got to get a bass. Oh, a five string. I think wow. it was a five string, too, wasn't it? It was. I, I, I kept that one only briefly, and then I got a, like, a regular <laughs> bass, like a real person. Yeah. I remember get real low, man. the
2: first time Tom came over to play, like we were like so pressed, Joe was like, he's got a five-string
4: bass. And it's like,
2: <laughs> we, thought it, we thought it was so cool. And uh, and Tom comes in, he was like, you know, a, a skater, essentially, like, yeah. and he's like playing bass, he's like, like and we were like, yeah, he's, he's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Little did we know he just bought the bass on his way to practice. <laughs> That's
1: all okay. From from Zap's music. <laughs> from, yeah. all, all, all oh straight. man, yeah. Zapp's music. That was that was great. Remember that oh. time you almost got arrested there? Yeah. <laughs> tell tell them the story with the bullets. Oh <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: uh, well, let's see
3: it actually it wasn't Zapp's. Oh no, it wasn't Zap's no, It was Zaps. a different music store. Oh. First of all, I, um, this is ridiculous. So the, well this was this was after we had been abandoned uh, for a while. I'm gonna what store was Try to glaze through this story. Um, it was um, I don't remember the name of it. It was in um, Haparo. Oh, oh. A, I don't remember the name of this. Yeah, it's um, on. I mean, De the De, mean, Deluca. Deluca. That's the name. Yeah. Okay, Deluca. So there um, I went to. I think I was actually selling the five string bass. I think that's what I was doing. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and and because we were, we had. I remember. I remember when we decided. I, Kenny and Joey came to me one time and they said, "Look, we decided what kind of band we're going to be. We're going to be a punk band." I was like, "Oh, wow." You know, that's, you know, I didn't really know no what that idea. was. I mean, I, I kind of knew because I, I like NoFX, But anyway, um, uh, so because we were a punk band, I had this uh, bullet belt that, you know, was really kind of cool. And I wore that and I had the, the bass, which was long in a black case. And I got out of the car with my mom and we walked over to the music store and uh, went inside and we were talking to the guy and we actually kind of knew him. And then two police cars screeched to the front of the building. And um, and they jumped out and came bursting through the door, and they said, "That's got to be him." And they and they ran up to me, and they, they walked. They didn't. Walk. And um, they they said they said we got a call. Um, someone said there was uh, someone walking around Haparo with um, a rifle and a bullet belt, and uh, so they had been driving all over Haparo looking for me. Um, and they and someone said, I didn't see anybody with a gun, but I saw someone with a guitar. And so they went to the music store. And that was me. That's it. Well this one it was, well, was Zaps too. It wasn't Zaps. That was
1: when you had you, you robbed the music store yes. to get that four string. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Man.
0: So you weren't you weren't into punk rock necessarily. What was your musical
3: Oh so I, um, I think I so this was the 90, the nineties? And I, early 90s? Yeah, 93, And I liked, um, I guess what would have been then alternative, um, stuff. I liked The Cure, I liked Nofex, and, uh, I don't remember who else. Um, and I played guitar only because my dad had a guitar lying around the house. And so I started picking it up and picking at it. Um... And the, and it was around that time when someone put a bass in my in my hand for a minute, and then I became a bass player. Nice. Yeah. So you had
0: no musical expertise. What made you think you could be a singer? I mean, I, I don't you, know what
2: made me think I could be a singer. I I am not really I man. I, <laughs> you were just like I I was like or... sure. Let's. I mean, I my brother Carl, uh, like Christopher and I are. We, there's there's four of us. Oh. Like we have I'm the oldest, and then. It's my brother Carl, Christopher, and then my youngest brother Kevin. So, Carl and Joe were really good friends. And I think there was like, there was some talk of Carl doing and Carl's probably a better singer than me. In anyway, um, and uh, I don't know why that didn't work out. And J- Joe approached me, and I said, Yeah. And, and I still don't have, I mean, I'm, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not that talented of a, <laughs> of, of, of a guy. Um, and I don't know why I thought I could do it. But Joe was like, it, it'll be easy. You just have to scream. I was like, I think I can do that, you know? So uh, that's that's what we did. And, and um, yeah, I just thought it would be fun. I, did, I thought it would just, it seemed like something fun to do. And I didn't really have any, I kind of just, I didn't really have any aspirations of being in a band. Like, it wasn't like this like thing, like I have to make, I have to be in a band. It's like, I got asked to do it. And then I met... Tom, and Tom's super talented, and then Christopher learned how to play guitar, sort of like, in that whole, sort of, time, um, you know, before he joined the band, he was, you know, learning to play, and, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I don't, I don't know what maybe you think I could do, maybe just ignorance, stupidity, I don't know, but. It
0: worked out?
1: Yeah, we kind of, I guess it worked out a yeah.
0: little bit. How about you, Chris?
1: I remember just being like, I think, what, what was it, like, 93, 92? When you guys started playing around in the basement. Yeah. You and Bill, Bill Hagee, was his name. Right? Yeah, Bill, yeah, yeah, Bill Hagee yeah. All I can think of is Morrow, this band. <laughs> yeah. it was Moro. It's just a band. Yeah, I just remember that was the, that was the musical differences uh, joke that I kind of, because they went punk and then this Moro band, it was just like, him playing bass with like a drummer and and it was like that was it. That was it. A bass <laughs> that's all I remember like with him and like that's, that's. And I remember you guys did a show. He was so. a bass player
3: and he was going to be a bass player no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna just keep doing this. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that, that was kind of like and then I remember being like like a kind of just like a little kid like looking down the stairs because Kenny's four years older than me so it's like he was high school, I was like in junior high and it was like. Like, just looking down the stairs and see what's going on just before Tom was even there, mm-hmm. um, eating all our food. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Tom. Eats a lot of, he used to eat all of our food. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like that was kind of like how I just was exposed to. It. I was like, well, that was, that's really cool. You know, these guys. For, I was kind of fascinated with like the guitars and and just them being so loud. And I just wanted to be able to do that, <laughs> you know, just like, I had to get... Oh, the next thing I did was uh, ask my mom if I could take bass lessons, because... Because <laughs> oh, really? Bill was super... That's funny, yeah, you, gonna be, you were going to be You go bass bird. player inspiration. Yeah, I wanted to play bass. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, actually, Kevin took guitar lessons. Yeah, so my younger brother, Kevin, took guitar, and I took bass, and I don't know if we thought we were going to start our own thing or whatever, but he didn't really like it so much. But I, <laughs> I stuck with it. I just loved it. Like, I loved making noise <laughs> but he got a cool guitar remember he had the um yeah the was his sg you took on tour oh, that was just yeah it got stolen oh my gosh yeah oh, cool. wow. in Nashville, it was just an epiphone okay. it was, but it was cool though it was, it was nice it was it was really fun i remember the first tour uh, we took it on you didn't have a case for it yeah so it was yeah. just always floating a, around the
2: yeah, van no,
4: the <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
2: or you would open yeah. the door it would just slide out onto i the, actually onto didn't the realize room. that you didn't have
3: a case i thought you just did that because you liked having it near you that's funny. I, I just didn't have a case, no gig bag. That's hilarious. Oh man.
4: <laughs> it like, feels like we should have been able to get a gig bag yeah. for going on yeah. tour. That probably
0: didn't fly by the time you got to Capitol Records. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any yeah. chance I could get a case for it? <laughs> it? I have a case for my Epiphone. <laughs> 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 I think there's money in the budget for Can I get a case? For it? <laughs> uh, so, so 121 that was the band that came out of that yeah yeah, like,
2: yeah. like so what happened was we were it was like Polyosha Limbo Kings I think we called, called ourselves Polyos or Limbo Kings for the talent show because it was like um, it wasn't like everybody that was in the band that performed had to be in the at our school and Tom wasn't at the school um, I, th- I think that's I think that's right I think that's how it kind of I don't know if we ever had a real name before that and then um, yeah And then like P-O-K. A couple of different things happened, and um Joe, we we got a new drummer, and Joe left the band, and um, we got Paul Sanders was our uh, new guitar player, and um, that was sort of like how 121 formed. We were like, you know, trying to like do something new, I guess. Yeah, like it was like all new people, and like Tom took over most of the sort of like songwriting, sort of like or music at least. Um, Writing where Joe was doing most of it before, him. so it was like it was a real new thing. And uh, yeah, yeah. And then Paul was with us, and then Christopher joined us. I think for our first tour because Paul couldn't go, so Christopher actually had to learn all the songs. That's funny. Just yeah. to go with us on tour, like he wasn't. But I was wasn't a actually player. in the band. In, yeah, he was a bass player. <laughs> had to learn
1: guitar, guitar um, stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. And then he went. He was seventeen, and he went with us on our first tour. And uh, that's where we went. Texas was our first show. We drove from Philadelphia to <laughs> Texas with no shows. Yeah, no. That's a wow. great idea.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we
4: were, we were eating
1: peanut butter and jelly and um, Snapple. Yeah. We are drinking lots of Snapple. Yeah, the worst meal I had, I remember, though, on that was um, creamed corn in a can. Oh. Not heated. Mm, <laughs> I could still... Ridiculous. That yeah. was horrible. Anyway.
2: We never... I back. mean, and we were... What were we driving on that We drove your station, your parents' station wagon. Okay. Yeah. We did that a lot. That was in 1996. Was our that's right. That's right. Our that first was, that was the big trip.
0: Wagon. Oh, a tour on a station wagon. Oof. With a trailer. With oh, a tra- man. A tw- <laughs> My memory is 12-foot
2: trailer, so yeah, it, was it was massive. A tw- oh. It was humongous. <laughs> yeah. And no, none of us had experience driving. And it was full
3: of things that we didn't need. Tons. Like, Tons. We had like sound our- equipment for a show. Yeah. Like, we, I don't know if we thought that they wouldn't have sound equipment. I think we assumed they wouldn't. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I don't know what we were thinking. So... That there's some really good stuff with that first tour because I think probably a lot of people's first tour is amazing, like stories because like nobody knows anything, and we we didn't know anything about like what venues would look like. I mean, think about it; like we, we knew nothing. Yeah, we didn't know. Anything. You know, so you pull up and it'd be just what's going on. And there was no like
2: you know map quest or the internet or anything. We, yeah, had, we just had, to get, had a map we had a map which, yeah, yeah and we were driving <laughs> from city to city with a map and then we'd go to a payphone because nobody had cells <laughs> and we would call the only con- we had the one contact number yeah and sometimes we, we had to wait in a parking lot by a a, um, <laughs> a pay phone or a gas station to you know to keep calling back because they didn't answer their phone or something like that and um, so it, 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 it was fun but it was different than today is yeah, that a tour you booked yourself uh we, I yeah yeah so. i, I, I yeah, think i think, think so. it's ha- i think well, I mean, we we had um bob I tom hope so
3: because it it was a kind of tour that only makes sense that we booked ourselves because yeah, it was just yeah. outrageously horrible
2: now yeah and we, we, but when we say ourselves like i don't think tom or chris or i or vic no, did any, I didn't we, any, any, we had any no any. input it was uh, we <laughs> like um bob from sofa records um he kind of like was our manager? He was kind of like a a band member without being officially in the band. Like he ran our merch table, and he was like a really good friend uh, to the band and, and to, to and to all of us. And he, I think, he booked the tour. He booked a lot of our tours. Um, until we started, we started taking over the roles because when we got on the road, we oh. got more contacts, and it was it became a little easier. Yeah. Well, he
3: got better at it too. This was his first. He did get better at it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, endeavor.
2: Yeah, in this arena yeah but it was good though. It was a good time like people wanted us to play but um they oftentimes couldn't or didn't really want to pay us i don't know what the but we you know we didn't never made any any money like i don't know how we survived i don't know how we got to the venue yeah. we started with nothing we came home with nothing um <laughs> oh, we came home with, we lot came home with a lot of that we, yeah, came we actually home came home with, with yeah. thousands of dollars <laughs> yes we did because that first tour we lost tom's parents car yeah <laughs> we, we left it in utah we didn't, oh, we we didn't had, lose it.
1: <laughs> we didn't. Yeah. It, it, it broke down. It, it, broke, it, <laughs> it, broke, it broke down. Destroyed yeah.
4: it we were like, <laughs> we don't need this.
2: And, and we, we bought another van. We bought a van while we were in Utah for like, they, they, it was way overpriced, even by today's standards. It was like $2,500. And but it lasted again, three days.
3: We didn't know. Yeah,
2: I didn't know what kind of van you're yeah. supposed to buy. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway. No, it was, it was <laughs> three yeah, days. It lasted three days. And it had a leaky roof yeah. and a leaky gas tank and a cracked windshield.
4: yeah because when it 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 died when it died it was it was so funny
3: i remember um like we it it just stopped and we got out and um it was like every fluid in it had just all come out at once (laughs) it was was just like it it just gave up and just everything was all over the ground and it's i remember it was in montana right and it started
1: raining yeah and do you remember we just spent a night in the van do you remember? Yeah. yeah. Well, well we got- it was a conversion van too, which was made it, made it kind of nice. Yeah. But it was like but it was an old leaky <laughs> roof uh, conversion van. And um, Jeez. I just remember Vince was kind of our, I hope Vince, I wonder if he'll hear this. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure he you know, I just remember laughing. You should assume that he will. I remember laughing like I never laughed before. It was like the funniest thing. Cause like Vince, we were in Montana and we were in a small town. I just remember this one. Shelby. Montana. Shelby? Yeah. All right. Shout out to anybody, anybody from Shelby. Um, but yeah, we went to, uh, <laughs> we were like pulled over because we were just on the side of the road, but it was in, in the town. I, somehow, I don't know how we made it to the, in the town. We got towed. We got towed, oh, we got towed into the town.
2: We got towed by a guy in a pickup truck with a rope. Oh, it wasn't right. Remember? Yeah. And Bob Bob was driving and he was like, just had his foot in the brakes, he was in neutral and, and like, you know, the guy would stop and, and the ca- our car would keep going. The oh. rope was just like...
1: It was just a rope. That's so good. <laughs> that they tied to our, to our bumper. <laughs> Do you remember when it, it started raining? I remember. I remember we, were, so, yeah. we were probably all hungry and like all yeah, that. Yeah, we were messed up. And uh, Vince got yeah. out and he like like, wanted to, like, go on the other side of the railroad tracks, what? where where the, where the phone was. Yeah, so the
3: town essentially was split in half by this railroad tracks. Yeah. yeah sort
1: of. I don't know what side we, we were on, but it was, it was, um, he got out, and we, we he, he was looking on the track, and I remember he, like, he decided to wait and let it pass, but it was a good amount of time. You could have easily made it across the tracks, and he, and it was, it's the west. The trains are, like... I don't know how long the train was, but he was standing out there for, like, 15 minutes before, and then it started raining. And he's standing out there, and he's kicking the ground. I can see him. Sorry, Vince. He's probably going to hear this, because we're probably going to tell him about it. But it was, like, the. Like I just remember just feeling like like this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's, it was so funny. But uh, he didn't think it was funny.
4: No, no, no. I, I guess well, we came up.
3: I think we went out too and we're like, looked at the train for a few minutes and then just went back because it was obviously <laughs> going to be an hour or yeah. whatever it was. It's the
2: West. Yeah. And I remember we slept in the van that night because we got towed. At, we, got, we broke down and we got towed at night. And you woke up, we were, three of us were on the, on the bed in the back. I think it was, might have been me, Chris and Tom. And Christopher's, Christopher's sleeping bag had a puddle in the middle of it. Because, the, oh, because there was a, there was a skylight above the bed and it was just dripping all night. We, you know, because it, 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 it had, it rained through the night. We, we didn't, you know, it wasn't dripping when we went, when we went to sleep, but um, all of our stuff was soaked. And that's, we, yeah, but that's, that's when we met the pirates, Billy, Billy Bones and, um, oh, yeah. and Sean and all those guys. So, yeah. Like, we, they actually, we were on our way to Canada to play with, um, we were playing a festival and it was like, we got a a $500 guarantee, which is like the most money we'd seen up to that point probably. And, um, it was a big, it was a big festival, like Supertones played and like, um, I I, I don't know any other, any other big bands. Like I think Hot Pink Turtle would have actually played. (laughs) Um, Hot Pink Turtle? that's a band yeah it was a band um i'm gonna so so the, the, the people we we called them and said we can't we can't make it you know we're, we're done and they're like well you guys got to make it so they came down and picked us up i don't yes. know if you remember I, I, they I, sent I two do guys i remember they this they sent two guys to pick us up and we loaded their they, they brought a, a 15 passenger van so we loaded all of our gear in there and our, and our luggage and um uh we, we went we headed headed off to canada and we got stopped at the border and they made us unload the whole van, I think, right? Yes. And then they the made us buy.
3: Yeah. Well, first they first they um they wanted to interrogate us, but individually. So they separated <laughs> us in yeah. so everyone had their own interrogator. <laughs> and how old were you? I was, I was twenty. I was nineteen. Maybe, or ni- yeah, nineteen twenty. Oh, yeah, I turned just, uh, just 17. seventeen. And I um, remember just thinking. Parenting. Well, because I was what, so I, there's something that I didn't want them to know I don't remember what it was <laughs> uh, yeah. and they could spot that but, right away, but, sure. but I uh, but I, I think it had something to do with the money we had or how much money we had or something or if we were going to be selling merchandise I forget and they came in and, and he was like are you are you planning on selling merchandise or you know, are you making money here and I was like I'm not in charge of the money <laughs> I'm not in charge I don't know <laughs> I,
2: it's funny. I remember being in the room with the with the guy, and he was like rapid firing questions at me, and they were like yes or no questions. I was like yes, no, yes, no, yes, yes, no, and I just started laughing because it was like it was like a joke, like it was just so fast. And then they ended up charging us. They they purchased uh, or they made us purchase work yeah. temporary work visas. Yeah. We had to pay like nine hundred hours. It was crazy. It was like it was way more than we were gonna make. I, well, then, we were gonna, then we were guaranteed to make anyway, yes. um, so we did it. I don't know how we. Fortunately, we, we had a
3: credit card, oh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, did, we, put some, we, we were, were really able to spend anything we wanted. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but we, we made it there, and we played the show, and it was a great show. We, we did really well. We sold a lot of merch. It was really fun. And um, the Supertones actually, they had heard about our troubles, and they brought us into a room, and they our said, "Look, troubles. we heard about your troubles, and they gave us a bunch of money." Like just to help, just to help us. Just, yeah. we didn't know them. We met. That was the first time we'd ever met them. And some of them had known about the band. Like I think um, a couple of the horn players liked liked our band. Like they had our seven inch or something. Um, so they, they knew about us, but we we weren't we weren't friends or anything. And they 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 took yeah. us aside and they gave us I forget how much money. I think he might have given us like five hundred bucks.
0: I think it was five hundred,
2: which is huge. Like that's like a.
0: That might be the most positive supertone story I have ever heard on a podcast. <laughs> uh, they were, I, I yeah, mean, they were very nice to they us. They were super <laughs> nice to friendly. us.
2: Like I, I I was um I was really I was take I was blown away by I the generosity.
1: Yeah, I've never forgotten. Yeah,
2: I've never, never forgotten, forgotten either. And um and then we made lifelong friends with uh,
1: with the pirates. Like they're you know, we just was, saw Billy a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and Billy started a vinyl pressing company in Vancouver. Oh yeah. yeah. Clamp down uh it's really, it's really. It just started. So oh, awesome! It's totally awesome. But um, yeah, and we just saw them. I think he's gonna be pressing some vinyl for us. Yeah. Um, and then Sean Bremner, well, he yeah. he lived with he lived with my my wife and I. He he, he moved to Philly
2: for a little while. The drummer from the, the Drum Pirates. And we toured with those guys. We yeah. they were a lot of fun. Man, they were they they're like Blackjacks and Blackjacks. Yeah, yeah. oh, they were
1: the best. Yeah, <laughs> so great to tour with and. But but then after so, the young yeah, um, people, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, after that show Still in Canada, in though, they just
1: dropped us off at our
2: broken-down van in Shelby and said goodbye. We were we were stuck there yeah. again.
4: Yeah.
2: And then we rented. But we did U-Haul. have a little bit more money. Yeah, we had a little bit more money. <laughs> and then we just rented a U-Haul and, and did a couple shows at Cornerstone and came
3: home. <laughs> and <then> you <laughs> simplified that. Story. I, I, yeah, the U-Haul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, the story <laughs> of the U-Haul is famous amongst us and our friends and uh, it's kind of a long story but um we uh we got the u-haul we left so we left another vehicle <laughs> abandoned it another one <laughs> so that's two the van that's two <laughs> yeah, in a yeah, week the van, yeah, yeah. Yeah. two vehicles we abandoned <laughs> in, in one week um, <laughs> yeah. and we got a u-haul and then we also we brought our 12-foot trailer with us on the u-haul um, the adapter for the lights didn't fit, so we didn't have any turn signals. Anyway, so we headed towards Chicago, uh, Illinois, to um, Illinois to do uh, <laughs> Illinois. Actually, <laughs> I feel like that should be something band in Illinois. Anyway, um, uh, to do the Cornerstone Festival, and I forget if we did a show or two on the way. We I might think have. We did. Um, and it was kind of cool in Montana, and so it wasn't that bad. We had um, it's actually cold. Do we have how many people were in the back? Two, in the three back?
1: people in the back and three people.
2: Three the front. in the Three. So bridge. yeah, I think you're
1: forgetting the element that you can only fit three people in the cab. Right. So <laughs> ten people would
3: sit in the, there was... in the bench seat in the front and drive, and then three people would be in the box
4: <laughs> in <laughs> the back.
3: And it was pitch black, but it was or, it wasn't that bad because it was cool. It but was... as we got into the middle of the country, it got less cool It started to get hot.
2: Yes. Well, I, I just wanted to say, do you remember we stopped at the, um, we, we were, we stopped for gas. It was me and, um, I think Paul and, um, Bob. maybe Vince in the front. No, we were in the front and we were in Montana. We stopped at, at night. Do you remember this? You were in the back. I think you yes. were in the back and there were cops at the gas station. So right. you know, we were like, we can't let the guys out of the back with the cops here. <laughs> So we just, but the cops were like, somebody was having an argument outside. I think that's why the cops were there. So there was this Hold big time, commotion sorry. outside of the outside of the um, yes, the, right. the U-Haul. And when you're in the back, you had no idea where you were because there were no windows. You couldn't see anything. So they didn't know we were at a gas station. And they, they thought we were involved in some because the van stopped and there's all this yelling. Yes. So Bob and um, and Tom and I think it was Chris or no. Um, whoever I don't remember it does I, remember. I forget but it was definitely Bob and Tom in the back and they're banging on the door inside of U-Haul <laughs> to let them out because they, they thought something was really, really bad was going on. Yeah. And we're in, we're in the, in the, in the store shopping. Like we're like buying sodas. <laughs> <laughs> we're like you're doing all this stuff. And we come back, and the cops have gone. So we're like, all right, now we can open the back. So we come, and we went back, and Bob's standing there like ready to assault somebody. Like he's, he's breathing real hard. Like what's going on out there? And we're like, we got like sodas in our hands. <laughs> we're like, nothing, what are you doing? They're like, we heard all this promotion. And we're like, oh, there are cops, we couldn't let you guys out. We couldn't communicate because we didn't have so cell phones. <laughs> yeah, so they're in the back, like, thinking, we're getting beat up. We
3: should have had a code.
2: There should have been something, oh, yeah. We didn't
1: have one. No, we. I, we... I, I was in the back.
2: Oh, you were in the back. So it was me, believe, so was, and Vince was, in the front. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, that makes sense.
1: About Tom and Chris. That was. Yeah. <laughs> There's no windows and, and you don't know what's going on yeah. and you stop and you think and, and you don't know what you're going to open the door to it's like where or where it's what's going yeah. to look like where you are in the middle of a field somewhere you don't even know yeah. and I feel <laughs> poor Christopher because
2: he was the youngest guy on the tour <laughs> and he was the newest guy in you know involved he got kind of the short end of the stick everywhere like he always had to sit in the middle he never got a window seat oh, yeah. like when we were in the station wagon he would start calling backseat middle because he wasn't going to get... He wasn't going to... Because everybody... We'd always be like, shotgun! You know, everybody's vying for the window seats in the, in the front, and Christopher would just call backseat middle because he knew he wasn't going to be allowed to get any other seat. Yeah. Uh, that's good. And he couldn't drive. I don't even... I think no. he paid a driver's license at no. the time. Um
1: it's character building. It was character yeah, building, yeah. As you can probably yeah. imagine. That's why he's such a good
4: person.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, why, that's fine. why he eventually left the band. Yeah. He's like, I got to get with somebody who's... Someone's really going to real. take care of we're me. We're going to somebody's going place.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I asked the guys.
1: squad guys, can kind I of sit shotgun? And they were like, yeah, sure. Like, oh. They're like, whatever you want. Why is that a big deal? And they're like,
4: because my brother's an asshole. <laughs> That's great. Well,
3: it, yeah. Uh, so then we, uh, can I go on? So then, yes, we, so then we, uh, we played Cornerstone and we were there for uh, we were there for five weeks. A days. week, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and that was fine. It was sort of relaxing. And then we had to drive the bounce of the way home from Cornerstone to, to Philly. And um, three people from Philly, I don't know what their plan had been, but they said, could we drive them to could, Philly? Could they come <laughs> with us, yeah. In the U-Haul. So I, we agreed. So that would add in three more people. So then now we have six people in the U-Haul. Three people in the front seat. Six in the back. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, so then we headed out. And we were so committed to our music that we were not going to stop doing the shows that we had scheduled. So we were still doing shows, even even at this point, on our way back to Philly. And um, but now it's really hot. And so in the in the um, back of the U-Haul, it was so hot. I don't know, it, you know, it was definitely 100 degrees. I don't know if it was more than 100 degrees, but um, most of the people in the back didn't really have very many clothes on. Um, Kenny, I remember just being in boxers, standing up with his hands up, so he wouldn't have to touch anything. <laughs> no and there was, and so, much was moisture, off so much moisture, so much moisture that it gathered on the um, on the ceiling of the of the U-Haul and would rain down on us, um, like it's you know <laughs> yeah, its, it, it's own it, weather system. Yeah. And um, uh, so it was extremely hot, very dark, really gross, and uh, and. You know, all you really want when you're in the back uh, is light and air, <laughs> and a drink. Chris <laughs> likes to add the drink, well, we're we're having, we're having but having for me, risk. it's light. It's yeah. light and air. Um, can I go? Oh, so, so uh, we um, are driving through the middle-ish part of the country. We're going seventy-five, eighty, which is the speed limit.
2: Yeah, what, are you going to
3: get to your like? I was going to do the pull over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, b- before we got pulled over, I mean, okay, it's for the
2: sake Go of ahead. we we we'd run out of CDs, which was a fortunate kind of thing, right? So our record label was located in, in Nashville. Do you remember this at all? I don't know. No. Is, okay. is
0: this when you were on Gray Dot? No, this was, no, this was um, um, Flying
2: Tart. Flying Tart, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This was the EP. That was our first. Okay. We, so we did. We put yeah. out the we put out the silver record, and then we put out the the year King Use I Died. So we. We were like we needed more records so we went to nashville to to get more cds and that's the first time we i remember because i think Vin, um jesse and bob got to a fight or jesse and somebody got into a May. fight in the back of the there. so in. i was i was driving um i was well i don't know if i was driving tensions, i was just in front tensions were definitely tensions were high. yes but yeah <laughs> um there were a lot several yeah yeah i'm surprised we were able to stay band after i heard how serious Tom's fight with Vince was at the time I didn't realize it was as serious but Tom it was serious. tells a different story I was in the um, middle of it um, than, so. than, than I, than I <laughs> remembered um, but anyway so, so we're in Memphis we're in Nashville and um, we stop at a red light and I'm like we gotta check on the got to check on the people in the back because it's super super hot I open the door <laughs> and Jesse Keenan our friend is sitting there and his shirt is completely soaking wet like it looks like he'd been sprayed with the host's hair it's like just down and wet on his face and my glasses fogged up from the door and it's like 95 degrees outside like it's it's, it's probably 120 in there it, it was so hot in the, back, in the back so so what we decided to do was we're, we said this is too because we were playing in nashville with um we, we were supposed to do like first of all our first tour was booked for like three months which is like We'd never done a three-month tour, sit ever. That one failed because we broke down so many times, and uh, we were supposed to go on tour at Dogwood after that. That was the that was the plan. Um, but we did we did a couple of shows. We played um, Clarksville, Tennessee, and we hit Nashville to get the records to do the show. And um, where is I going with this now? Well, we, we yeah. So we decided that we were um, we were only going to drive at night. We're gonna we're gonna stay out all day because it's too hot in the back. Nobody can survive like it's too it's too much um so we decided we, we stayed all day and we left at night we drove through the night and then we would stop during the day and that's when at night is when is when the condensation would collect on the roof and it would rain on us like if you hit a bump it was like and everything was soaking wet with the sweat of everyone that was in the oh, that's awful it was really <laughs> gross and oh my gosh bob, bob, bob was really good because bob is uh he he's he uh, he he made sure that our cooler was constantly filled with brisk iced tea. That was like, that was like the. He, like,
1: he, liked, he likes. He loved brisk iced tea. So I, I, I like any beverage. Yeah,
2: yeah. At that and it was, we always had ice and a cooler full of brisk iced tea. So you were able to be like at a certain point, it was like we were getting the, we were getting into the rhythm of like being this bad
3: situation. <laughs> <laughs> and how
4: long, long do we, we do this
2: the lifestyle we living in a yeah. U-Haul um, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so don't throw it a bit kids yeah yes so we're, we're I think Nashville or Clarksville might have been the second to last show we did. I think we did one more somewhere in the south and then we decided to drive home we were close enough I think we were just gonna just continue we were just like we, we're not gonna so we left that night we drove through night and tom was driving on his last leg
3: okay
4: <laughs>
2: and that's where i interrupted him is is gotcha so that's where we're at. yeah i mean
3: fine so i'm driving and um i'm used to going seventy five, eighty.
2: and we're in virginia that's where... we
3: get into virginia and the speed limit changes to 55. i didn't notice so i'm going seventy five, eighty around all these slow cars in a u-haul in a u-haul with a our trail. 12-foot trailer with no lights <laughs> And, um, six people in the back. And, uh, so a policeman pulls up behind us, turns the lights on, but I can't see him because the trailer's too big. So he pulls up next to us, rolls down his window and starts yelling, pull over. You know, so, um, I immediately pulled over and, uh, and I knew that this was the end of everything. And, uh, so he got out and, and he came to the passenger side. And he said, license and registration, please. And um, I, foolishly, had left my license and registration in the back of the U-Haul. So I had to go get it. So I said, officer, uh, my license is in the back of the U-Haul. May I go get it? He was like, go ahead and get it. So my, my dream was, well, he'll just stay and talk to Bob. I'll run and grab the wallet and come back. And he won't know. never know
4: that there's anyone in the back.
3: Because they know to be quiet when we yeah. when they stop. Uh, so um, I went to the back, but he followed me uh. to the door. And I thought, well, maybe I'll open the door just a little bit and I kind of reach in and get my wallet. But remember, in the back of the you-all two things. Light and air. Um, and, and so everyone has sort of gone a certain degree of feral in the back. So I... I opened it up just a couple of inches, and immediately, six faces came out of the, of the little slot that I had made. gasping faces. <laughs> just hungry for air and light, and then they saw the policeman, and then they all disappeared. Immediately, like roaches. And um, So then I was like, I just got to get my wallet, guys. So I grabbed my wallet and closed the thing, but at that point, the jig was up. And uh, so he took me to the squad car and just yelled and destroyed me for 10, 15 minutes about all the wrong that I had done. And, uh, and I I couldn't, I couldn't even look up. I just, my head was down. I couldn't look at anything. And um, he said, you know, this vehicle's gonna be impounded. You're all gonna have to find some other way to get wherever you're going. Uh, um, you can't do this. He kept saying that. Um, like, he was really personally offended, I think, by what we had done. Um, so he called Dispatch, and I'm looking at the floor, and he's like, we need uh, whatever the code for it. You know, we got people in the back of a U-Haul. And uh, so Dispatch is like, well, there's time for I don't know what they said. They talked for a while. Eventually, it became apparent that no code existed for um, what we were doing. <laughs> So, um, so instead of impounding the vehicle and all the other citations that he was going to give us, he had to scratch all that, and he just gave us a speeding ticket, $80. That was it. He said, you can go. And it was, like, glorious. I mean, it was the best thing in the world. Uh no we, code. We managed to... It didn't exist. I imagine now, in Virginia, you probably can't, you can't drive with people in the back of a U-Haul. But at that time... There's probably,
1: like, a trafficking
3: code or something. Well, yeah. yeah. he couldn't but, yeah. find After it. that <laughs> instance,
1: they, yeah. they wrote something. <laughs> There's you a should. new law because you, of you guys. It, yeah. I love it. Yeah, It's code it's, 121. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Right. That is good. Mm-hmm. I think that, where,
0: where did that name come from, 121? I wasn't going to ask, but since you brought it back.
2: Uh, right, it's fine. Should, should, I mean, it's not really a secret, is, is it? it a Bible verse? Yeah. 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 <laughs> the, um, well, it's, it's just funny because... Like pardon me, I, I I like the idea of uh, interpretation, you know, like. That's. You I don't. Can yeah, but I mean, but on our first on our first full length, we like we we it's explicit. It's not like it, It's not like we um, we hit it. But I also like the idea of a little bit of um, ambiguity, or you know, um, but it it, it 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 when we when we created it, cause we were trying. We were coming out of being another band. We we're trying to figure out. A new name and we were just floating ideas and um that's the one that stuck and it it, philippians is the uh is the reference philippians 121 so that's that's yeah that's where that's where it comes from do
0: you ever look back at like the lyrics from uh the dragon record and think like man these are super zealous lyrics and like we were just out there like way out there more than
2: you were later um it's a good question i mean i think that it's funny what did uh yeah that, 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 that that's a good question I, I don't know if i've ever if i've ever done that now i also don't listen to the record so Sure, it's like, I I listen I to
0: all of them today, so this yeah, is like it's fine. all fresh and it's like yeah. mo- morality, that first track, and it's just Yeah. Like-
2: well at the time, like that was um, you know, like the We were like being confronted we were in this in a a, a music scene with, with a couple bands and like the the uh you know strange thing was really big and mm-hmm. um and that kind of stuff. So it was a lot of the stuff was you know, and I, I didn't write that song so i i, I don't know i don't want to speak specifically to the, or to it specifically um but i think that's kind of where we, where where it came from right like we were we yes. were we were at the shows and like there was this um big you know vegan sort of movement and and edge movement and um you know there was a lot i think it was like especially when you when you're when you're younger i think too you know you know i don't want to like I'm not trying to condemn anybody, but, like, everybody was real, was real zealous, you know, about whatever cause yeah, yeah, that there yeah, was, so, yeah. um, like, I don't think I look back and, like, like, that record particularly, I'm not, I, like, it's probably my least favorite thing we've done, so it's, well, maybe not, maybe not the least, but, <laughs> you're, you you use high is probably my least favorite, but, um, that one is, like, I, I just, I haven't listened to it, I probably haven't listened to it in, a very very long time so I, I don't really even I wouldn't know off the top of my head but I I, I don't think like I don't think I, I don't think I have any regrets about it, about it if that's, sure. if that's what yeah. you mean um, it's uh, yeah, some of the stuff like I said like yeah, I don't really know I don't really know the album morality is like um, still I think it's kind of an, it's yeah I mean it was definitely a response because we were it, we were playing with all these bands that were Preaching at us too, you know. I think. Yeah, I think that's true. Right. <clears throat>
4: mm-hmm.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. When you when you say that it it makes sense like
0: yeah, if you're like playing with like straight edge bands, yeah. And it's like they're kind of preaching the same morality from a different headspace and yeah. the, the lyrics for that song, that quote, that right. right. Morality Without Christ eventually has its price. Yeah. Like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Listening to it back years later, I'm like, oh man. But there are like are records I
2: love where the lyrics hit me and I'm like oh mm. yeah yeah I'm yeah. like that's that's another time. So are you saying you don't love that record? No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, well, I'm, the, you, don't, you don't have to say anything. I I don't want to.
0: No, the funny thing is like when I think about one twenty one, yeah, Dragon is finally laid to rest is like what instantly comes to my mind. Mm. But then I listen to like, Grenade and the Cell and I'm like oh those records are way better. Yeah, I, I <laughs> especially it. Grenade. I'm like oh this is yeah. so much better. But but like every time it's like one twenty one. It's like the dragon is finally laid yeah. to rest and I'm like, that's what I did. That's funny. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. And, and, yeah. Probably from watching like skate videos on G Rock where that yeah. where I first heard one twenty one. G Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? <laughs> oh, wow. like, Throwback, <laughs>
2: Being in the skate video was like a dream, right? Like, yeah. that was like that was huge. If you if we could have gotten into a skate video it would be like and then it happened. Like we were on that mission skateboards. Mm-hmm. That one skater on missions mission skateboards thing wanted to skate to one of our songs. Which that was like I think it was the first time it was official. Like, the
1: G-Rock stuff. I don't know if I've ever seen any of that. Because we didn't have G-Rock. I don't think I've seen it. I'd no. never seen it. I don't um, remember seeing, like, MXPX on there. Or maybe it was... Like, I remember when, it it
2: when we it when we went on tour. Like we, we never... I never saw it in Philadelphia. Like... But we weren't... That wasn't really, like... Yeah, I, I don't know. Like... Christian music scene wasn't a thing here. No. Yeah. You know? At least... I, not I mean, that I remember. I mean... It, we didn't, like, join a Christian, Christian music scene. We just kind of, we were just playing songs and we were playing with bands that we were friends with. And some of them were Christian kids. Most of them probably weren't, you know. Um, so, yeah, we were, you know, I think we, we wrote, like, you know, I think about it. It's funny, because thinking back at it now, like, it's kind of like the, the old, like, in the 50s, right? They would, they would have rebuttal songs, like, somebody would play a club. Like, that's how Hound Dog came out, Right. Like it was, uh, yeah, I think so. There was like, like the the, the artists in the clubs would do songs. And they would do kind of battle songs, yeah. you know. And in a way, that's kind of what we seems like. You know, thinking back at it now, that's kind of what we were doing. Like we were responding to people that we people that we knew were friends with and loved, and like, you know, just like this is, you know, this is our our position, our view. It's like maybe yeah. it their responses in in a way. Yeah. Or that yeah. one specifically, that one I think. And I, like I said, yeah, yeah. It's interesting.
3: <coughs> this is kind of the way I look, you know. Uh, it's, it's an interesting question. I, I don't know if I... Well, I'm sure that I must have thought about that to some degree, about, like, how we used to write and the way we write, wrote later and how we write now. Um, so I think we were, we were definitely um, very enthusiastic about... Um, Wanting to be bold, I think, with what we were saying. Mm. Um, So I think if we were writing that album now, probably it would be different. But, uh, you know, I feel like we wrote... Yeah, I mean, you know, if if what we were writing is being an honest representation of what we're thinking, I think that that record is honest. Mm. You know what I mean? It wasn't like... It wasn't a show. I think that was one thing that... I think we did pretty well, um, was to write what we really thought, as opposed to, well, what would, what would, what, what want to would, hear, or... what would someone like, or what is sort of in vogue, you know, and uh, so I think that that, and maybe that's risky, because it's not always going to be well-received, I don't know, I mean, I don't know what people thought, I I mean, well, it's to some degree, I mean, we would get some criticism, but... Yeah, we got a lot of criticism, yeah. But I, I was always amazed that we did as well as we did. I, I always... I, I couldn't understand why anybody <laughs> would, like, go along <laughs> with with what we were doing. Um, yeah, it was... Yeah. I don't know. But I think it was... I think it was a, a, a real representation of kind of where we were, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there was, like, an air and like, punk of, like, overzealous preaching and, like, whatever be. Not that minor threat was super preachy, but like minor threat and the straight edge thing, and like what that straight edge movement birthed, to like mm-hmm. earth crisis mm-hmm. and like that right. hard thing. Like, even in the Christian scene, like no one is a victim. Some of those lyrics are so rich right. worthy now, and you're just like, uh, yeah,
2: but yeah, I, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good question. I never, I haven't thought about that. Um, I haven't thought, I've never, I've never guess, thought it. It's the
3: kind of question that probably I'm going to have to think about for my whole life. Yeah, yeah. Like with, how, with, how do I communicate, you know, in, in any song that we're doing now? Mm-hmm. Like, how you know. Well, with, with, I think
0: with hindsight, like, you look back and you're saying, like, Christian music wasn't a thing, yeah, but what, it's like, sofa records, to fly and tart, to great, uh, to well, yeah, face well, down, like, Eventually, at some point, that was the scene you were oh, yeah. a part of in playing cornerstone. Lake. Yeah, know, and absolutely, and, sure. and
2: I don't think what 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 I mean is like in Philadelphia there wasn't like a Christian Christian music scene that we were like a part of. Became here. a part of. Yeah. Like, we didn't like. Um, at least, at least, not that I remember. Like you I don't remember. Like there were bands that we would go see that were like Christian bands. Like that yeah. didn't that didn't happen. Right. I i never right. seen one. I um, get, I well, I guess maybe maybe Scott with Flying Tart. I mean, mm-hmm. Scott with a uh, punk rock Scott Scott Hatch. Yeah. Um, stuff. He would he would bring shows to Drexel. Yeah. But it wasn't like a scene. That wasn't like. A, it wasn't a
0: scene here. There wasn't.
2: There weren't bands here. But, you know. Um, and like we played with like Step Ahead and. Like mm. a bunch of yeah. like, hardcore, you know, like because we we were just from Philadelphia and we played with other bands from Philadelphia. Collins Band, uh, Ubisunt and um, Go, for Go for the Throat, and um, uh, I'm trying to think of other. There were and Disunion e- real early on. Like there was like cool bands that you are friends with. None of those guys were Christian yeah, they, guys. Yeah. They were, they were all just our cool friends bands. from. Yeah, they were all really good bands, and they were just our friends from high school and from you know, different, different places. And, um, they, you know, none of us, like we definitely didn't know what we were doing. So we were, just, I, I was just, you know, it was just great to be able to play anywhere. We mostly played YMCA's. Like We never played clubs. Um, nobody would have us. We probably weren't really good enough. We probably thought it was a real injustice that we couldn't get in, but we probably weren't good enough to play the club, but we would rent YMCA's and VFWs and church basements. And that's where we have our shows. That's what we, that's, well, we did, yeah. that's how we, that's, that's, that's this like, we, I don't want to say we created a scene, but that's how the scene was created. Yeah. And we were part of that, you know, I don't, I don't think we did it, but we definitely booked, ven- like, we definitely booked venues and, 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 and you know, booked shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, I mean, obviously we were on a, a, a you know, some sort of like, christian trajectory, but it was also like we did, it was a place where we could where we could play cause a lot of places wouldn't have you if you you know like we got protested at the, at the um at the unitarian church or no the the rotunda mm-hmm.
1: and like, the unitarian church too I think, yeah right? the yeah
2: the like we got invited to play at the rotunda and like this whole big campaign online you know sort of started happening or s- circulating and um maybe i don't know i guess it had to have been online somehow and like people were like like we caught wind of it somehow um like we played with flag of democracy i think was the band the other band that played and um they were going to like they wanted to cancel us or they you know they didn't want to have us play um so now that was a little bit later but at the same time it's like you know there you couldn't you know if you said certain things you weren't going to get you weren't going to get shows you know and we you know Having a sort of a punk rock ethos is like we're going to say whatever we want to say, and no, you're not going to tell us what what we can and can't say. You know, even to our own, our own. You know, even if it, even if it's if it works against our 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 mm-hmm. our, our own interests, like we 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 won't, I wasn't going to let anybody tell me I could or couldn't say anything.
3: Yeah, that's interesting.
2: You know, so at least that's kind of how I always felt. I was like, mm-hmm. screw you, I could say whatever I want. You know, you don't have to like it. That's fine, but like. I'm not going to compromise what I think or whatever to get a show. That's, that's not, there's nothing punk rock about that. That's like the lamest thing in the world. Yeah. So that was sort of, you know, it kind of, yeah, kind of like, you kind of had to, to, to create, create your own spaces and do, you know, put on your own shows. And like I said, like our friends, like my buddy Colin McGinnis, who's like, um, you know he, he we were close we toured with them there they they a band called go For the throat they were a great you know Northeast Philly hardcore band they were I, I loved their their stuff they were a really great band and they you know they're not Christians they did they you know but we were friends and they, we just hung out and we played shows and it was it was super fun like we took them like we went on tour with them to up to you know we did like weekend show weekend stuff like three or four nights you know and it was great. We did Delaware. We did Boston. We played all kinds of places. did uh, Vermont. So, yeah. yeah. Where is that? Vermont. Yeah. We played somewhere in Vermont. Yeah, Nashua, New Hampshire. Them. We played. That was, it, yeah, that was... it was a great show. That was the... the Really great. Was up show, uh,
1: tour. <laughs> you made the shirt. That was oh, when had this commercial. real big. <laughs> Chris made, made my his own. own. It was a... He drew a tongue and he wrote was up on it. And that I that was one, known one. for making my own t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Way, ahead <laughs> Way ahead of my time. wait <laughs> Way... <laughs> Dude, was up? Yeah. Forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So stupid. But yeah, we what are, were we talking about? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I feel like
0: we're skipping a ton of 121 history, yeah, sorry. but I have oh, yeah. no idea how long we've been recording and I don't want to like spend a ton of time. Um, yeah. But what led you guys to come back? You 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 broke up. You did two records on FaceTime, which your fantastic. you is made like an amazing record. I listened to Thank it all you. the way over here. Um, you broke up, and now it's 2019, and 121 is making a record. What? Why? Well,
1: <laughs> I could say that.
0: Well, well, this is my question: Was it doing Squad Five O reunion shows? you are like, we should do another 121 record.
1: Um, yeah, or that's is it unrelated. That's part of it, actually, because um, I, I didn't think about doing any recording. I but um, with 121 or Squad, but um, we had kind of talked about it with them too, with Squad. But um, when we did. The first reunion show we played at the Roxy with Five Iron in um, in L A. Or that was the second show. The first one was in San Francisco. But the first one, I I met, like we we knew a lot of people out there, and I guess once in one we knew a lot of people out there too. So and I just like it was fifteen years ago, and like I just was like seeing people, and I'm kind of like looking at them. I think I know this guy, but you know <laughs> you know what I mean. And then it's like they come talk to you and they tell you about you know uh you know memories of having 121 play and stuff like that and squad and stuff but like but people had mentioned 121 enough for me to come back and be like hey you know that that was that was pretty cool just telling these guys um and then kind of just kind of thinking about it and like thinking about how weird it was i I, we didn't really like break up we never like we did break up but it wasn't like an official like time like i kind of just yeah. Was playing with squad and like, and then you guys kind of like. Yeah, we had. I don't even know what was going on or how it exactly ended, but well, I kind of like had in my head that it, it should be. Can, I don't know. I just thought we're we're here, um, okay. in the same area, yeah. and we might as well. I know we had songs we never recorded. Not not to say we're gonna record those, but we're we. I don't think anyone of us ever stopped writing music. Um, and, I mean, so for, so my angle, that, that's kind of how it started. But yeah, like the the squad thing was kind of like, kind of got me thinking and I immediately came back pretty much. Yeah, Chris was very excited. He came back and he called me. He's like, yo man, I was out in California
2: and all these kids were asking about 121 and I was like, oh, that's pretty, yeah. it's kind of cool. It's like, yeah. cause you, you know, you don't know it's hard to know if anybody cared or anybody cares or mm-hmm. any, you know, or if it was like, cause for us, it was a big part of our life. Like we, the, like Tom and I were talking on the way over here. Um, we've, we've been so many places together, you know, the, the, the three of us and, and Vince also. And it's like, we, you know, we spent a lot of time together. It was like, it was our whole life was from like, you know, 93 or 94, whenever we, Kind of got started to i don't know 2000 something it was like it was almost 10 i was at yeah almost 10 years right of mm-hmm. cons of like playing and writing and like our whole lives sort of revolved around the around the band um or at least you know i i that, that's how mine was like it, it was like when we practice and when we got a show t-shirt design whatever we you know whatever we're I got a new song recording, um, recording <laughs> um, and it's like it's funny because like it was driven by a desire to do it, not like we had we we literally never made any money. Like we yeah. we never, you know, it wasn't like we got to put a record because we're contractually obligated to do it, and we got to do this tour like because we need to pay our bills. Yeah. Like it was like we just wanted to to make music, mm-hmm. um, yeah, which was which was. It was fun and we, we had, you know, we had greater success than I think any of us would have hoped or dreamed. Um, you know, when we first started, it was like we're just a bunch of kids who didn't barely knew how to play our instruments in a basement. Like, I don't know, just faking it, right? Like, fake it till you make it kind of a thing. Like, that. Like we, we did, we, like, I, I mean, I, maybe, maybe I'm speaking for myself, but I really didn't know anything about music. I didn't know how to write a song. I didn't know anything about, I didn't know anything. Um, but when Christopher came back and it was like, um, he was just so excited. And I was like, that's, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun that people like that, that we, we made it an impression on somebody's life for a brief moment or, or whatever. Um, and Tom had never stopped writing music. He's, he's been doing, uh, Fang Fang or he had been doing Fang Fang for a long time. He asked me to join about five years ago, I guess. It at least 2000 longer. Yeah. Um, maybe it's longer think it's, longer. <laughs> well, well, it's, no, it's closer to 10 years. it's probably closer to 10 so tom and i have been playing in fang fang together for um for a while and um and after 120 like the 121 end was it was like i don't want to relive it because it wasn't really it was kind of like it, it's it was sad and it was it was not um it wasn't really it wasn't pretty. So it's it, like it was a bit messy. It was a bit messy. And I think I was there's really a lot of regret. Right? Yeah, Christopher it was. It was, was kind Chris's of, fault. Christopher. You know? it was yeah, probably, probably yeah, he some was somewhat. the glue that held us together and he went off to sign <laughs> he a record. Went the the bigger
0: things yeah, he, left
1: you. he
2: went to ride shotgun in a van with, <laughs> with some other band. Um But yeah, because we had another guitar player. Like we we, we like Chris. Oh. kind of we were kind of like <laughs> well, Christopher did the Christopher did the did the um did the grenade record with us. We kind of wrote a lot of it without him because he was on tour um, with Squad, which was totally fine. And you know, um, he came, he recorded it with us.
1: We, did, I mean, it was a great time. We, which was a, it was that like, was a funny and fun experience. Oh yeah, that was great. To yeah, that was. I could go ahead. I don't yeah. want to stop you,
2: but I, I- well, it, it was a really fun, it was a really fun album to make. Like, you know, again, we had no budget. We, we you know, we spent a week, maybe like $2,000 on the, uh, that. And that was, that was it. One, you know, most things are one take. Um, just cause we didn't have the money for the time. True, and, man. um, and, uh, and so Christopher kind of left this squad. We got a John Weldon came in. He started playing guitar for us. He's also in black rat, which is a, another band on, uh, photo for your recording service and um, he started playing guitar for us and then we had tours booked and kind of like everything kind of like started to crumble and um, for all kinds of different reasons and then um, the band kind of disbanded um, I did a band called Kill Hands for a little while and Tom started Fang Fang and, um, and Tom's been going set like been writing and recording all, pretty much ever since I think right um, and then you know I joined so like when Chris came back all that to say Chris came back was real excited and um i was like you might have a hard time coming to tom to get to get on board get, get on board with this idea but if you if you want to do it i, I would love to do an, a show you know like that that's what the idea was like just to, to do uh to do another show um and then it sort of evolved into the maybe we should do a couple of songs
1: which which we might we we are we likely to do a show? I think we we probably should. I, I would. I mean I I, mean, I, would, I think that we should. In, in some ways, yeah. I almost that I prefer
2: that to 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 doing the the record. To doing the music. Yeah, and I
1: mean I, I want to do it. I, I would like to
2: do it. It's uh, you know I definitely I'm excited to. Do it. I have mean, I, I brought my lyrics tonight. I was hoping we would <laughs> able to go over some stuff. But um, you know it's been it's it's been fun getting together writing you know, sitting around writing again. It's been, it's been kind of fun. Um, but we it wasn't like a plan. It's kind of like. I, at least the way I remember it is, Christopher came home, s- talked about doing a, a, a show, another show, and then it, that kind of just maybe we should, you know, we we didn't never recorded this song. Maybe we should write it, you know, and, um,
1: and I guess I kind of had the idea to do, to do, the recording, but I also kind of had at the same time, uh, the idea of record every all of our friends' bands at the same time, like. Uh, Fang Fang's doing a, an EP with our our new label, uh, which is like a studio label. That's kind of yeah. how I yeah. imagine. It's kind of just a, a label of our crew and like people who we uh, bands we've known and liked. And um, um, but yeah, so it was like it just kind of like all seemed to make sense at that time to be like, well, 121 should do. I mean, we should be able to do five songs. I mean, in my opinion, I always kind of feel like we, like, yeah, like we've, we, none of us have ever stopped writing music. So what, what, you know, it's, it's, and if it's us together, it's going to be one twenty one. So why don't we just do it, get together here and there and put some stuff together, you know, and make it happen and just, yeah, um, release, release it, you know, because it's so easy to release, record and release things now. Yeah. And, um, I want to, you know, I want to make sure it's, Awesome, but uh, I I just I kind of want to, yeah. I mean, just I, I, I was just like, why? I always just think, why did we ever stop doing any, you know, it, as one twenty one. So, um, but yeah, I guess I gotta I could think about that, but uh, but uh, why that happened and why we would have done that, but why not just give it a shot now and see what happens. Mm and have fun with it. It has been fun. It's been awesome. Yeah, it's been and, fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would like to get Vince here, but uh, he lives in California now, so it's like, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, we're, we're likely to have somebody fill in, uh, our friend Charles. Um, but, yeah.
2: Yeah, we'll see, we don't, we still don't have any money. That's.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this one is sure yeah, to this, make us this the money this you know, this is, this is, a, this uh, is the yeah. one
0: what well, the comment well it's just,
2: it's just funny because i think i think you know yeah it's it's just it's just funny because we, we've had yeah i don't want to say we had a rough go but we, we we had some difficult times oh my gosh yeah, it was, it was a struggle
3: from day one yeah from and, day one and, yeah, it never well, stopped
1: being how much actual debt was it? Do we, we have after, $10, after $10, the first After the first
3: tour, it was 8,000. I think it was 8,000. 8,000. 8, yeah, 8, 8, okay. Which it might as well have been a million dollars. Yeah, that seemed to awesome. us. <laughs> the like, time that was like. like and yeah. we
1: forgot to get the Supertones number. Yeah, so <laughs> so it's yeah. for more money. Like, super tough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Be yeah. like,
0: hey, we're there. actually. So you give our money. record to Brandon yeah. and get us some of that sweet tooth enamel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's Jeez. funny. You actually, why didn't we do that? We when had we some brain. more troubles.
2: There was a, a moment
1: there. I remember hanging with at when I was in Squad. We were doing I think we were doing demos there for like for Capital. I feel like it was Squad was doing it, but like. I think it. at the same time we released the, I'm trying to think of what it was, 121. Anyway, we were, Brandon was there and he said something like, like oh, you should have called me. I would, I would have put this out. And I was like,
4: oh. oh that was the self-titled one. Yeah, I was like, that's, oh, that's an interesting that's like,
1: yeah. thought. Because yeah, I, I, I was like, 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 like that's all it would have taken. <laughs> like, yeah. But I, I actually, I'm, I'm glad we, you know, it was cool that uh, I really liked being with Face Down and kind of being the... Yeah. Yeah, they were great. Kind of the odd uh, band on their label, too. Like, well, that... Yeah.
3: The, I
0: was trying to think of that and... Yeah, because, like, I was like, yeah, it's weird. That's a good question. Like, why were you guys on Face Down? But I'm like, I don't know. Were you guys on the label the same time as like Hanover Saints and the Deal, one so there was we kind of oh I guess so yeah. Oh, yeah so there was like a punk side to the label back then where it wasn't just like all this like tough guy hardcore yeah. like
1: see even in my mind it was still just tough guy you were just like stuff. it's all like
0: <laughs> NIV type stuff yeah figure four which is what I think
1: and then I'm like yeah. oh no
0: there were punk bands at the time as well yeah. that's right yeah. Yeah. and then it changed and then it was all like
2: crazy yeah because Jason wanted to expand yeah. like that's yeah. sort of what not not expand but he kind of wanted to get into that sort of I what. think
0: he's tried to do that a couple times yeah. and mm. I think it's never worked because yeah, people just want them to be like yeah hardcore hard yeah yeah because yeah,
2: we, we, we were definitely odd but the this we this, only was, got more odd as, as we yeah speak. yeah and our, our, like I don't think they were real excited about the grenade album they were releasing not. it. Well, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely an odd record. Everything
0: keeps progressing and, Yeah. But I listened I was like, I forget, like you were, I was just like, Yeah, the dragon that's one twenty one and I'm like, Grenade is really fucking good. Like those songs thank are you. amazing and it's so abstract and it's not this one sound and thank it's you. amazing <laughs> that I've listened to it like four <laughs> times today. <and> well, thank. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting. And I'm like, thank Oh you. yeah,
1: no. We loved, uh, like, I mean, I loved making, like, being in the studio making that. That was mm-hmm. so fun. Yeah. If it, it just. It, it was a lot of fun. It was way different than we've done before. Any recording I've ever done, yeah. Yeah. like it's, it, it. I was think just
2: it, it would have been good if that would have been our first release. That would have been. <laughs> would have been better for the band. <laughs> oh yeah. I suppose. I, I think, well, it, it, I think I think it was it was all <laughs> it was all the time which sp- like like I said like, you know. Well, when when we started, I didn't know anything about music, and it's like, you. you know, you it was just a big learning experience. Yeah, and I think I think all of us had that. Like Chris, you know, Christopher. Like I think he only took bass lessons for like six months before he's playing guitar with us on tour. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, it was I like we really were, we <laughs> were no really novices, <laughs> and we got signed on a on a on a on a label like that was from Cliff Huntington. Um,
3: it was an accident.
2: It was an accident. He sent this other guy's demo to. Um, to Alex Parker from Flying Tart with our uh, seven-inch recording on the backside of it, He said a cassette, and Alex liked the seven-inch, and he wanted it. He wanted to release it, and in hindsight, it probably would have been better to let him re-release that as a disc than re-record, than record new songs because I don't think we did it. Like it was actually we did two recordings, so the first one just didn't even turn out. Hmm. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. Do you remember mm-hmm. Chris Gobert? Um, he he. Uh, Cause we, we, we were yeah we just didn't know, we didn't know I, I didn't know I mean I had bad ideas and that, like that first recording we did with uh, what's his name I'm, I hope it doesn't exist anywhere anywhere with Nick Rotondo I hope it was so bad <laughs> and he got scrapped and then we we went back and re-recorded the In-Year Kings Eye I died that's oh we, yeah uh, we, we Clay were, Creek yeah Clay Creek yeah that's
4: interesting
2: do you not remember that no do I don't remember know? yeah Chris Chris Colbert um he mixed it and it was like do you know him oh yeah yeah so he mixed it and it was like i, I don't know if he if he could have made it sound worse because it was so bad but it definitely he didn't he didn't help it like it just didn't it was the bad record you know
0: Thanks for listening to As The Story Grows. Our theme song was written and composed by the legendary Bob Nana. If you like what you hear, subscribe on iTunes and give the show a rating and review. If you'd like to support the show financially, click on the Patreon link at AsTheStoryGrows.com. If you enjoyed this episode, share it on social media with your friends. Much appreciated, and thanks for listening.
4: Never so joy-